Look, we're doing a lot of stuff today. Doing a lot of stuff today. Welcome, everyone, to episode 71 of the Made in Dreams podcast. I am your host, Mighty Vicious, joined as always by Jamie James, a.k.a. Cuthbert Prime. And joining us, we have Captain Tim here. Hi, t- what's good, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Here to talk about uh, his many projects within Dreams. So I say let's uh, let's cut the bull nuggy and go ahead and get this started. Tell us about your work. You give us the whole background. I'll start off with me because the, that part gets a little bit dark, but we'll eventually get to the more upbeat stuff later. Uh, I started off with video games when I was young. I didn't grow up with video games starting off. It wasn't until I hit my face when I was like very little, very little. We didn't have video games. We were just running around being kids. At some point, I was at a friend's house. We are jumping on the beds. I had a bunk bed. They had a ceiling fan. Put myself on the ceiling fan. On the nose. And... Lucky enough, survived. Uh, lucky enough, no one got in trouble. And Good. as an apology, the mom got me a PS1 and an N64 as a gift. I'd say it was worth. I grew up playing. Yeah, <laughs> definitely worth it. <laughs> grew up playing like Mario Kart, all the Disney movie games, like the Toy Story 2, the game. Mm, and then, classic. Uh, and then for the PS4 or the PS1. It was the Spyro trilogy, uh, Crash Three, a couple other like small games. I think there was like a SpongeBob game or something there at some mm. point. And uh, oh, good. That's how I got into video games. And then for the art stuff, that was a lot later down the road. I was always interested in video games, all different stuff. I eventually got PS2, GameCube, the Wii. Uh, Game Boy, the DS, all that stuff, and then I got into, it made me get into, like, level designs and drawing characters, even cartoons, too, and movies were also inspirational, like, I grew up in the superhero Spider-Man stuff, and sometimes Spongebob and whatnot crap, and Ed and Eddie and all that stuff, and, uh, (laughs) yeah... Uh, and those up, uh, and of course, I would always find those things very inspirational and wanting to create my own stuff. Eventually, down the line, I started do, learning, taking art classes, and eventually, at one point, I took an animation class from someone who's used to work with Disney, like oh, an yeah. old person named Al Albert. I forgot his last name. Brew? He used to work hmm, on... Uh, that sounds familiar. He used to work on, like, Peter Pan. And, uh... Stuff like that. Like, the old 2D style stuff. Yeah. And he used to do, like... Uh, 2D animations at some point. Like, hand-drawing 2D animations at one point. Um, and the, uh... I still wanted to get into video games, and my imagination was always about, like, weird stuff. A lot of my creations were usually based off all the things I like, and, of course, like, gameplay stuff as well, and whatnot. And eventually he did pass away, though, 
unfortunately. Yeah. There was the gift. But I always wanted to get into games, and I always wanted a game that would be as so easy you could play it on a console, like Dreams. Dreams was essentially the game that I always wanted. And it came out, and it was absolutely perfect. It was everything I wanted. A few things here and there could use a few fixes <laughs> and add-ons. But <laughs> other than that, it was... <laughs> It was exactly what I wanted, and all my weird creations from my childhood and even adulthood. I think more of this stuff came more towards the adulthood stuff. As I think my creations got more crazier towards like uh, it was around the time. No, little. It was I forgot what year was Little Big Planet Three came out. Oh wow, quite a while ago now. Yeah. It was around mm. that year where my imagination started going real crazy. Mm. And and my ideas started flowing more. And I started off doing more like concept art. I was always a concept artist. Calling sketches, getting them, coloring them, trying to figure out the designs of what I want for a character. And eventually, Dreams came out and I finally got to make my creations come to life. And animated a bit of everything went exactly as I planned. Except when that one time when I accidentally deleted three years of work. No. <laughs> that was <laughs> last year. That was happened exactly last year. Almost actually exactly last year. I was trying to upload an entire collection of stuff that I wanted. Things I didn't remember from the tutorials... I think they did tell you about this, was when you're... A lot of the stuff I made was old stuff from, like, the beta. Mm. I got I got into Dreams because of people from Twitch. I was watching the uh, Vine Sauce people, uh, Vinny, or... I know it was Vinny I watched. I got mm. into Joel a bit later. And that's when I heard about Dreams. And I was like, oh, I gotta check this out. And I downloaded it, and it was exactly what I wanted. So, let me ask you, just to just to get in here, because we are um, seeing your work in the the real. I have two main questions, or one question and a request. One, this the Hatter game. Like, what is the story? Like, pitch me what's what, what's happening with this story. Jason Hatteras, the that project is so, like, that project was way too chaotic that I couldn't even come up with really much of a story for that one. <laughs> but I did have either a couple ideas. I know back then, because I went through, like, different villain designs with that one. At some point, there was an idea for an, even an animated series for that. And then there was even ideas for that to have, like, be one of those games where it's like, it looks all bright and nice, but then you get to, like, the dark truth of the game. Kind of like, uh, I guess Earthbound's the best explanation about that, because it's like, the game's all quirky and wacky, and then you get to the final boss, and it's just like, oh no, what am I, I think I, I, think I just walked into the wrong video game. <laughs> I think I'm in a Doom level. <laughs> so... Uh, the next one is the the newest stuff you've been posting about on Twitter has been 
uh, currently on the screen right now is uh, was that inspired by a light bright? Like I'm, I'm familiar with being like the kind of older guy in the crowd, so you may not know what I'm referring to. Oh, the Anomalite project. Yeah, the Anomalite project. It reminds what? me of Light Bright when I was growing, uh, growing up. For those who don't know, just look it no. up on Google. It's. <laughs> I'm gonna check that out right now because I have no idea what you're going on about. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, it's on screen right now. I can see it. The weird neon. Oh well, it just disappeared. The Anomalite project. Okay. Both that and the Ace and Hatchers project has a whole iceberg history of its development. Ace and Hatchers has been in development long before even Dreams came out. Like that year, I mentioned the year the uh, Little Big Planet Three. There was some implement. Im, 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 there was mm. some inspiration for that game as well as uh, other games. I think Undertale came out that year too. And I think the test for Subnautica, I think, came out. There was a bunch. Mm. And then the demo for uh, A Hat in Time, I think the first demo came out for that game. And I got so inspired by all these things. Oh, and Cuphead. I think they were showing a trailer that... There were so many things on that one year. <laughs> like, got, I think that got me really interested in so many things. I think it's because all those things came out and they were all new. I was like, oh, new stuff I, I never got into. And I always enjoyed something new every now and then. So, and, well, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. And, uh, for the Adenomalite art style, that one actually, that one has its own uniqueness, I something like that. Um, for the art style itself, the colored parts, that's hard to tell, but on the like little skirt of the character, that came from the movie... Into the Spider Verse, there's that mm. scene where they're in the particle accelerator, mm, and it's like yeah. so colorful. I'm like, mm. oh, this looks amazing. And then, uh, it was also inspired by video game corruptions. Uh, Vinny's uh, corruption streams was yeah. a little bit inspirational. And then it was also when I was doing the concept art, I was using a whole big marker kit, and I had some colors that I was just never using. And I was like, well, I might as well use them. And so I was l using them to layer one another, using one of specific different colors. And usually when you do that with markers, it would come out all ugly and brown. Somehow yeah, this muddy. one came out very, very colorful, these specific colors. It was like a code of colors. <laughs> I put in the right code and somehow it came out perfectly. And that became the one part to the Adenomalite's design. Uh, eventually, the concept of the main character being an an anomaly came from Gravity Falls and SCP. Because those games, usually in a lot of cultures, the anomaly is always classified as like an antagonist. Mm. And I was mm. like, what if, what if we made an anomaly character that was a good guy? And I was kind of like thinking of it as if it as if you were as if like Pixar was writing a movie like oh what if mm. anomalies had feelings? That's <laughs> <laughs> mm. well, very interesting though, like, like to that, flip the script, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, and that's sort of how that idea came from. And then the neon part of her design came from 
the end of towards the end of Gravity Falls, you see Bill uh, make like a neon castle. I was like, oh, that looks so cool, and so I kind of got inspired by that for like weird like shirt uh, jacket looking thing, even though it's like also made up of her. Like her clothes are also her, her same her same part of her body, and that's where her design came from. And it, it went through a couple changes. Originally, it didn't have that jacket-looking arm part with the arms. Yeah. It was just a long, colorful skirt with the head. And originally, originally, even before I thought of the whole anomaly making her a good guy, she was originally going to be a final boss character for a Smash Brothers-type games. I had concepts and ideas for and I, I thought the art style looked so cool that I'm like, if I were to make like some kind of Smash Brothers type game with all the characters that I had, making the villain be something that's not from any of the series and having a unique art style would be a really well cool idea for the concept. And then eventually I got so into the character that it became more or less its own character. And even at some point in development of that, the character went through many different both gameplay ideas and even had two ideas for animated series. Uh, one was like, the first one was like a cartoonish space. I wouldn't say sci-fi because it's like all cartoonish a bit. Mm. It would be just her in living in space as some kind of space anomaly, both dealing with other anomalies as both antagonists, like antagonists as well as allies as well as like aliens and humans all confused on what they're looking at and dealing with eventually there was also the idea for an scp inspired animated thing where uh you ever seen the show it's the show that was um from the 90s i forgot what it was it was almost like an anime that was made in a the americans i think it was a forgot what it was. It was almost like a Scooby-Doo type show, but it was a, a Martin Mysteries. That was it. No, it I was didn't a, see that. It was a, mm-hmm. oh, it's like an old, almost like an anime kind of, but made by Americans and it probably, it, you get more of like a Dragon Ball Z vibes or something from the character designs and the way the characters mm. act because it was a kid's show. It was like on Nicktoons or something like that. There was an idea for something like that, where in the show they're like these people who have to like uh, who like solve mysteries and end up either like have their own like secret lab and it SCP kind of made me think of that a bit, and so I was like thinking like what if I made a show like that had had an um like be the weird funny character while the rest of the characters were like more serious like something out of like Clone Wars or something. But, like, they would have to solve mysteries and stuff like that. Like, that would have been a very entertaining show um, if I were to make that a cartoon. And then there was even ideas for different games. Originally, I was trying to make her an RPG now, but originally, that wasn't the case. Originally, it was going to be a cross between a Metroidvania game Mm -hmm. and a Kirby game. (laughs) <laughs> wow where where you would be this anom- anomaly in like an scp containment thing and 
it would have to fight both the people working there and the monsters. And you can either take the other anomaly's powers, or you could like there was going to be some like Undertale like spare or kill and at different endings ideas or something like that. And like depending on what happens at the end, you would fight something something like that. But I changed that. Like I, I couldn't no. The reason I didn't go that way was back then I didn't have the art style. I didn't have I couldn't make the art style properly in dreams. Uh, yeah, not for I was even trying one. to three D three D modeling her a few times. It still doesn't come out exactly the way I want it to be. To and recently and this was I think literally some point last month I made the uh the flat 3D model version of her that you see now, and the pixelated version, which was made like a few months ago. Yeah. And I was, and I always wanted to also do an RPG. Uh, I was for Ace and Hatchers was going to be my first project to hopefully finish. That's almost done, or at least the, well, the first demo to that is almost done. I'll get to Ace and Hatchers in a bit, but that's going to be hopefully the first project I will release soon. Uh, for Adenom, like, uh, there was even ideas for like a beat 'em up game that would have also been a cross between the uh, SCP stuff, the, uh, the Kirby stuff, and like Castle Crashers. Would have been a yeah. cross between that. But I was hmm. still waiting for multiplayer before I even considered doing that. And of course, I was the art ask style. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been the evoluting question of multiplayer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If I were to do that, I would wait for multiplayer. <laughs> so, let me ask you, um, from all of the things, just the, well, all the things that are one in this reel, as well as what you're talking about, like, you seem to have a grasp on every aspect of dreams. Like, I've seen your your spaghetti pasta. I've seen the, the wires in the back. I've seen all the rigging, you know, animation you've dabbled, you're dabbling with and, like, all that. Is there any part? Now, of course, things could be easier. And, yes, we could have multiplayer or export and all this other stuff. But, like, is there any part of Dreams that you don't necessarily, like, click with yet? There was... A couple, it, it mostly relates to the whole me unintentionally deleting three years of work and how I have to remodel and rework everything. That uh, was a couple like setting options that I would personally be happy if Media Molecule were to add, like a uh, like a uh, setting where you can uh, upload your stuff to the internet but not have it be remixable rather than having to like press the remix button and then re immediately have to press the non-remix button and having to like wait for everything to load up like multiple times mm. as well as making it more obvious for new players and uh the other thing was wh why do i have to like update a previous thing that i've created when i'm uploading the new creation like a remix creation of my own and not someone else's work I know they do stuff like that to stop like other people from taking other people's work. Mm. But there's times mm. where I would remix my own stuff and it would cause like a domino chain of older stuff that I if I if I uploaded something to the Dreamerverse and then I 
ha upload a remix version and the remix version would have been taken from an older version and I I didn't bother to update that because I didn't know that was a thing or I remember <laughs> I slightly remember now that it was a thing but that, that, that back then completely forgot that was a thing and didn't know how useful that was until now and I I haven't well I haven't even tested to see if, if you do update stuff in the little like red box menu that says that shows all the stuff that you use in your creation i don't know if, if you update that in a remix creation will it still force the older creation to go back to that save that you already remixed into because it kind of did that with a bunch of things i know ace and hatchers i remixed that so many times because i didn't know what i want really wanted for the gameplay mm-hmm and the first one had so much logic going on, it was laggy, and it was, like, too much, and there was, like, stuff for specific levels that I wanted to add. And I didn't even get to add all the stuff I wanted. Like, I was considering adding a swimming mechanic, Ace and Hatteras, but that was not going to happen. And a lucky, a fortunate thing is, though, that it didn't happen because people would skip some of the levels. And even though I was trying to make the levels bit more speedrun friendly uh, that was something that I didn't want to do really and so it so far has the right amount of logic so far every button can do something my only problem right now is a little bit of bug fixes some of the things like uh, hat toss has so far become my greatest problem with that logic uh, there's a hat toss mechanic because Ace and Hatteras mm was inspired by both Mario Odyssey. I was and just Hat about and to Time. bring that up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hat in Time and Mario Odyssey. And originally Ace and Hatteras was gonna have more of a Mario Odyssey possess your enemies thing. And what I wanted to do was have the enemies do multiple things as like combat based stuff. But from what I learned from videos about how good video game designs and stuff like that Adding combat to a 3D platformer could potentially ruin the 3D platformer, or especially the way that I was thinking about doing it. Mm. And I couldn't even come up with enemies that would do multiple things that would fit themes of levels. So I scratched that and just added a hat toss and made the hat toss. Uh, when you toss the hat, it automatically targets an enemy or anything. Problem is, is it sometimes doesn't do that. Sometimes it doesn't hit correctly. But I was trying to combine like a mix between the Mario Odyssey hat toss and the uh, attack in uh, a hat in time where you like jump and you automatically target an enemy and you hit that enemy. It's like a cross between... I know the Sonic Generations or games do that from what I've seen of those. I've never grown up with those games, but I know there's like a no target attack for those too. And that's what I was kind of doing with the hat toss. It was like, if there's a smaller enemy just flying around the screen, just throw the hat, it's the enemy, good to go. So, in short, what you're telling me is the, wor the, the worst part, or the thing that you have the most difficulty with in dreams, 
is save functionality. Yeah, it's, it's basically... Save functionality was... <laughs> Can you imagine how great it would be if that was your only problem, listeners? Oh my god, <laughs> like, just how much stuff could you make? I was no ex- issues. Like. Yeah, I was expecting... But he's like, yeah, this lodge has got me a little something. I'm working on it, but, but that save function. I'm like, yeah, man, if that was my... Really gets if me. that was my only issue, man, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's 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 awesome. I, mean, I that's had awesome. times with like uh, whenever Dreams gets an update and some of my logic gets all messed up. Oh like, yeah, well, I've I heard about that. The entire mm. thing. Well, that's definitely happened with Ace herself. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was doing like the hat, the hat propeller thing, the weird mm-hmm. Inspector Gadget looking hat mm. propeller thing, the propeller would fly off the head and <laughs> go around the entire body and fling off the hat itself. And I recently fixed that. So now it's no way, not even an update would break it. I abandoned a project and it's it's just complete. Well, I did abandon a design because I sculpted the, the design. And then for some reason, like it has like a rim rotator on it. And for some reason now, whenever I try to animate it, like it breaks it into two. So there's the thing that's rotating around the ship. And then there's the like ball of the ship and they don't work together anymore. I don't know what that is. That's probably just me being an idiot. But when you said the thing about the propeller flying off, I was just like, I really wanted that thing. And I just abandoned it and the project I was creating it for. There were times where I get like funny glitches, like the hat propeller and stuff like that. There was a Mm. times where I accidentally phased through walls doing like a dash ability and went through a map. And I was like, well, that's, uh, and there was a time where I was playing like on Halloween, someone made like a Mario party type game where if you, you would go back spaces but there was a point in the game where you couldn't go back, and I think my character fell off the screen. And for the rotation thing you were talking about, recently I've been noticing that a lot of things that I would add rotation logic to, like the little like rotation bone piece that mm-hmm. you get, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't rotate. I'm like, is it the game? Did the medium molecule break something? Or I, I I, it's something probably wrong? my fault. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever something doesn't work for me, I always believe that it's me. Like it's just like you don't fully understand the powers with which you are dealing and you're doing something wrong. Because I'm pretty sure if 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 it was that broken, like not because of my fault, then I feel like somebody else would have said it already. Whereas like I'm sure I probably just broke something, probably didn't make a collision, uh probably didn't turn a collision tab off or or something. Like I it's just yeah. I, I always feel like it's it's just me. It's my lack of knowledge of dreams that uh, <laughs> or the functionality of certain things. You know, I'm I'm no acert out here. So, you know, there's things I still need to learn. <laughs> Unfortunately, we all can't be acert where we're proficient in every part of dreams. Yes, but he still hasn't hit his stride, if you remember. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, let me. So let me ask you that, Tim. It, it's, uh, do you feel like you've hit your stride in dreams? Just as a follow-up. I almost. Let's... Okay, here's a good, interesting thing. I almost gave up on the Ace and Hatchers project. I was like very slow in and just wanted to move on to my next project. 
and this was right before I signed up for this podcast. And when I signed up on this podcast, I had the urge to want to release more stuff to the public and finish the Ace and Hatchers project. So in a weird way, me doing this podcast saved the project. Wow. Mm. Mm. All right. (laughs) Okay, then. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm glad that you're continuing to do it, though, because it's a really... Like, I love the, the art style, I love the premise of it and everything. Super unique, and yeah, you're doing a really good job of it, so I'm really pleased you've decided to keep going with it, because uh, I'm really interested. I can't wait to get at least the first demo for that. I think it's just going to be that little world you see right now. Uh, eventually, what I really wanted was the... Isidatris uh, was supposed to be a 3D platformer, there was going to be a hub world, and that little tutorial area was one of, like a few levels of one specific world. And what I wanted was to finish that world, or at least most of the important parts of that world, move on to one other world, and then maybe a floor or two of the hub world, and have that be the main the main demo, like the full demo. And what was my main goal for Dreams was originally I wanted to make like a little demo disc of all different projects to show different ideas of what I can do, little stuff like that. And I got inspired by an old PlayStation 1. Uh, I-, I was thinking it. I was <laughs> I was thinking it when you said demo disc. I yep. was like, like the PlayStation yep. 1, I had that demo mm. disc. <laughs> Everybody had that demo uh, disc. Guys who made a... Remember having one that had like the Harry Potter, like, game. No. So, as that must trailer, have been a later one. No, yeah, no, no. It was one of those it. mixed ones that had, like, a bunch of different stuff. One of them was Harry Potter. One of them was, like, Monsters, Inc. For, like, mm. one. And mm, the Monsters, yeah. Inc. one you could play, but the Harry Potter one was, like, a little video in the demo disc. Mm. And then the other demo disc, the one that I'm getting inspired for, was one the people who made, like, Pac-Man made. Or the people who made Pac-Man and uh, all those arcade games, they mm. released kind of like, I don't know if this was technically a demo disc or like a collection, but it was, you start off in like a first person view in a 3D museum, kind of like the uh, Haunted PS1 uh, demo thing that there's like a second one where there's like a funny pink skeleton man with funny eyes. Yeah. And it's all in a museum and you get all these different games made by different people. And for the uh, Pac-Man one, it was all the different arcade games that they're working on. And I wanted to make like a little museum would go to, you would be in first person mode. You see all like, not only will you be able to go through an area and activate the game, but you look at like the art and history of the game itself, as well as a couple of little like joke stuff here and there, like maybe like a little gift shop or something with like merch for the game. And hmm. oh that that reminds me a huge interesting question. I don't know if I should save this question for last or if I should ask it now. This yes. was like to everyone. Yeah, go to for everyone. it. Go for it. If you were to make a hard covered like a game that you could get a physical copy of, you know how certain games will have like stuff in them, extra stuff if you get like the special edition you get, like, keychains mm-hmm. and, like, 
art books, a CD. Yeah. Uh, key, what would you put in your game? Like, for what game and what would you put in it? What, Dreams it, game or game period? If you were to have your, like, if you made a game in Dreams and, that you would l- totally love to make as an actual, like, actual game, and you actually can make it as a hardcover game, what I, stuff would you... I, for one, would definitely do, like, a collector's edition where I include a 3D model of the main character. That would just have to be something that I would definitely have to do. I love when PlayStation do their collector's editions, like what they just did for Forbidden West with that huge, really detailed, sculpted character. I would do something like that. Uh, I was thinking uh, the Anomalite project, if that were to be a game, I would add an art book because the concept art for that game... Unfortunately, I didn't put any of the art stuff in the little video. I was just saving it for more of the dream-specific stuff. Uh, I didn't know what to really put there. For the uh, for the Anomaly Project, it would be an art book, a maybe a poster, like all the characters at mm-hmm. once. Although, my, my concern recently when going through some video games for my trip that I just came back from was a lot of those things kind of spoil the game a bit. So it's like, uh, you might want to play the game first before you open up the art book and the uh, poster. But I was also mm. thinking maybe like a keychain of like one of the pixelated versions of Anomalite or maybe even the or 3D, 2D looking one I made. I mean, an art book, though, would be possible in Dreams and you could have it locked until the player completes the game before they can look at the digital art book. I actually Dreams. had some very interesting stuff like that for like mm. ideas i had like one weird idea i wasn't going to do this anymore it was if you beat a game the reward would be some kind of knowledge the knowledge i would put in would be like a food recipe it's like okay you beat the game here's a burger recipe for a really good burger or something <laughs> like that because <laughs> it's like what would because in dreams you have the whole limitations and I originally, way back that, way back years ago when starting the concept art for Ace and Atras, there was the idea of costumes. Fortunately, for two reasons, one, the limitations, and two, the gameplay, the costumes were kind of cut off from the game. Uh, but I had ideas for that, like, because there was going to be collectibles and a currency and what to use the currency for, and my idea was to use the money to button so you could buy another level play. So, I guess if I had to do one, it would be. Hmm. I do think it would probably be like, uh, just like an art book. Like maybe maybe not even for the game, just like, uh, just like a place for all those things and dreams that are gonna sit in our queue and never be finished. Just like just like a, this is what you almost got. <laughs> like, That's a good idea, though. I like, like that. Like you know, what you would have got, yeah. Because I feel because I, I feel bad looking at it every time. I mean, like when I'm go back through all the stuff I started on or started working on, and like things that I didn't know at the time to try to, you know, to try to be able to complete. And I'm just like, I wish there was a place for all of that, just because 
you know, it might be something that you no longer think of, but somebody might see it and be like, wait, what's that? Like, you should go back to that and have like an, you know, just something that kind of feeds the need to go back and really focus on the things that kind of are like a in the trash bin of the mind palace. Yeah. So, you know, stuff like that. But and a, I know, uh, the answers uh, we got from chat, actually, uh, Insane Alpha Beta said he'd have uh, an Izalith mask. Uh, nice. Jet mm-hmm. Yeti said concept art, unused animations, and a soundtrack. And a dev log. Dad, you be working on all yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like in the game. super edition of the game. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that like EA $120 version. That's that's that I one. Know. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that just makes me think of like the Battle of Bikini Bottom. Like that, when the when they remade that, there was that huge box that came with all the statues and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. That cost like a lot of money. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I, I don't think I would do something like that. I would do something like the smaller indie games do for when you buy like the Switch versions. Yeah, like uh, I mean, like sh- good, like Shantae or uh, Hollow Knight had like a poster and a little map that kind of spoiled. I was like, no, 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 that's a le- let's not read that yet. Uh, Shantae had a disc. That listen to the music. I haven't started that game yet, and then uh. Dave story had a little keychain and it came in a little like little case thing, a little nice comfy case. And I was worried because the keychain looked funny. I thought it was something completely different that I was getting. I'm like, what am I getting? And I'm just glad I saw a keychain come out of there. Because I thought it was something else. I don't I don't want to say what I thought it was, but it was well, it looked like it? something else. Cynic said uh, statues or a physical prop of the game. Mm. And it, when y'all were talking about like concept art books and stuff like that, it reminded me of uh, Ink the Line on Twitter has actually taken a bunch of their uh, dreams, yes. like concept mm. work, and made an actual book out of it. Yeah. And yeah. It, like, it looks really amazing. So, yes. I mean, just quality as well. Yeah. So, you up. know, people looking for ways to export your work as a, <laughs> like you know, before, before, like right before dreams people were telling me i should do like a, a coloring book all the crazy stuff that i came with like an adult coloring book or something like that for that would be a stuff. dope thing that to would, have, yeah that would be, would yeah, be yeah, impossible cool. for ad anomalite because that art style is just wait like you, you might you need a specific thing of markers for that and you got you need the patience hey hey i say make it happen let it <laughs> you can't be picky with the colors i mean that's that's the point of the coloring book yeah, you can be you can be inside the lines but outside of them at the same time i mean it's the beauty of it you know mm. so it, it it anyway 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 so yeah i'll let you go ahead and continue talking about your projects because i don't want to cut that off but right. um but yeah continue continue uh, other stuff that I was going to talk about was uh, stuff that I worked with with other people. I worked with Ivan, who I met from uh, one of, I believe it's Killstream. And I was showing some of my stuff to him. And then uh, he wanted me to help him with the work on a project called Alone. Uh, I made a whole bunch of stuff on that. I'm not going to spoil that yet. Uh, it's 
my the stuff I've done on that is done, but it has not been implemented yet. And then I've also met uh, some people from Instagram because I started out on Instagram before doing more stuff with Twitter because I did concept art before Dreams came out, so I was more familiar with that. And of course, I noticed everyone from the Dreams community was more on Twitter, so eventually I went to that as well. And I met someone called Hoodie Bandit, who was working with a bunch of people with uh, a team called Boxworth Studios. And some of their stuff are, they're more towards like making their own versions of band projects kind of stuff. Like one of the, the thing they needed my help with was a Sackboy project for like the Sackboy's Big Adventure type game. And I was like, I, I met him because I was working, I was testing something from like a Paper Mario themed logic thing that I saw. And I was wanting to use 3D models to make 2D looking shapes. And I was, I was, uh, I got inspired by a Paper Mario thing that I saw mm. years ago that someone made. And the test, the 2D, 3D model thing, I decided to make a little Among Us guy. Because <laughs> this was when <laughs> Among Us just started getting popular. Just yeah. to, just for testing perfect, perfect. And posted it. And then Hoodie reacts with, Oh my god, I was thinking the same thing. Paper Mario plus Among Us. I'm like, and that was the start of how we became friends from Instagram. And, of course, I helped him on the Sackboy project. And there are other projects that I was considering, but so far I haven't gotten the time to want to work on them. Like, the, there was a Hat in Time project that I thought was really interesting that I would totally have loved to work on. And there was a uh, battle for Bikini Bottom thing that they were also working on. And those were the uh, only few people that I've worked with on Dreams. And uh, another thing that I've been doing was... a. Uh, the only thing that I'm not super great with in Dreams is the music. And I created something to help me with that. <laughs> it was a... I had to program something in Dreams to help me with music... It was a music note randomizer. Okay. What it would do it was it would give me certain notes. Uh, there would be times where I'd go full crazy with like it was called wheels of music. There would be like these giant wheels with like a little arrow in it, and it would either show or different ones or ones for how big the note should be, what note it should be. And then there were, like, smaller ones that were made for, like, minor and majors. And, like, ones for smaller specific notes if I want to make a song that only uses smaller notes. And one for, like, long note songs. And then I also made ones based off two of the, uh... Two of the other, like... I forgot what they're called, but they're in the music logic mechanic thing. And... I've been making some actually shockingly good songs using this randomizer. Wow! And does it, it does was, it um, randomize in key or like is it just literal what random you're notes? Supposed, what, it's just it it tells you what notes you you play is what it's supposed to be doing. It's like it tells you a note, and you play that note yourself. You don't. It doesn't input the music itself. It just helps me 
learn yeah. more about how music works and how that's, that's what i mean so if it's telling you what notes to play it must be telling you what key to play it in in order for the notes to melodize with one another right kinda it's very it's like it's so random that it's doesn't Fascinating. Really do i would that. love to play around with that is is that is that Public? That is one oh. of the ones that are released. That's already okay. that's been released for a while. I'm, I'm gonna have to get a link for that. I want to mess around with that immediately. Feels some music. <laughs> it is a music. very right. interesting. I, and I'm how you're supposed to use it? Uh, you know, you it. I did make like a little uh, selection of pre-made music if you want to hear some of that. Mm. And also, uh, how you're supposed to use it is I haven't made figured out how to. I, I tried doing this, and for some reason it wasn't working. Was I was trying to make it so you press a button, and it would either it would both start it, and then another button to reset the whole thing. So for now, I've just been having the, but because I couldn't get that to work, I've been having to like turn off on and off the pause button, and like rewind time, start time, to get a whole new roll with the wheels. Hmm. And it's been a mix between. The usually what would happen is the randomizer would start off, would let it make its own own way to make a song. There's different ways you could use this. Sometimes I would make it where it starts its own song, and then I try and figure out how the song, sh the rest of the song goes. There's times where I let it just pick different keys, just the keys itself, and then I have to use those specific keys. To create a song, so it's kind of like I'm doing like a challenge. And wow, it's it it sounds fascinating because for something like this to sound logical in the sense of creating it, you would assume that the person designing it would have a background in music in order for it to function correctly. But it's quite the opposite with you, where you've made this piece of logic to help you understand music theory is mind-boggling to me. So yeah, I'm really really intrigued know, by that. that. That is my one of my favorite creations, and it has helped me so a lot with understanding rhythms, melodies, and uh, some of the other stuff that I don't fully know about music. And I've been really enjoying some of the songs that came out, so I really recommend checking that out. I, yeah, 100%. I will be. Yeah, I've already put the link for it in chat, so if anybody wanted to check it out... Uh... I put up the In Dreams link, so uh, yeah, give that a go. Now, uh, I would say, is there is there anything else regarding your projects you want to get out there? Because I was going to go ahead and switch over to some of the uh, topics that we've chosen to talk about today, but it, I don't want to I don't want to cut you, cut you off in in the middle of your stride. I think the last thing that I got I was going to point out was the. Uh, the origins to Ace and Hatteras was a bit more, because as I said, both Ace and Hatteras and Adenomalite kind of have huge icebergs of how they were supposed to go. And there were times where even Ace and Hatteras, I was even considering turning that into an RPG here and there. And the story of how I got inspired, how Ace and Hatteras' design got inspired was way back in that one year that I kept telling you about uh, when Little Big Planet 3 and Undertale came out. I got inspired by the villains of both of those games and created a character called Hattie, which was my first favorite designed character I have ever made. And 
how do you... And then I got inspired by, like, wild... Or, no. I got inspired by Papyrus. And, like, 90s cartoon villains with, like, the mustaches and whatnot. And, like, uh, the Cuphead art style. Because that's when Cuphead was being shown off a bit. And created this 90s cartoon villain character called Wildcat. The Great Wild Card. He was like this magician looking guy. Who would wear Hattie as a hat. And originally it was supposed to be be like a video game idea. Where like the plot twist is Hattie's the real villain. And Wild Card was some kind of puppet character. Being controlled by Hattie almost. <laughs> for like a project that I was thinking about working on years ago. And I did make a 3D model version of Hattie. And I did try to do a wild card one, but that one got deleted. And the problem right now with that one was the cape. At the time, I didn't understand capes. I understand capes mm -hmm. a bit more, so I could technically rework on that. Yeah. Back then, I didn't understand how to make a perfect cape. And uh, then, at one point, the uh, first demo for A Hat in Time came out. And I, I, I wanted to make a... I was thinking of, like, mechanics for video games if I were to make a 3D platformer back then. And, of course, this was before Dreams. And I was, like... got inspired by that character. And I drew, like, a girl version of, like... of a wild card as a kid. And mixed with, like... It was, like, wild card mixed with that kid. That's how Ace was created. And... Eventually, once A Hat in Time actually came out, which was like around the exact time as Mario Odyssey, essentially, I got inspired by both of those games because they were all like hat-themed, and I had a whole character who was based <laughs> off, who was a hat character, and so I wanted, it reminded me of also back when I was young, I would draw custom levels for video games that I would, I always loved. And both those games remind me of that. So I was making concept. That was when I started working on the concept art for Ace and Hattress and the levels and whatnot. And then eventually Dreams came out, and most of those levels have been are have been brought to life. Although a lot of them got deleted, but I will definitely try to remodel a lot of that. Yeah. And don't worry, because the older versions were not super visually impressive. I have some new ideas for some of these levels that will definitely increase quality of life in terms of like visuals and stuff. Yeah, that's one Especially of the things the that I've. Game. Yeah, that's one of the things I really like about. Uh, well, don't I, I didn't like losing all my work, but because I did, <laughs> <laughs> because I did, it caused me to kind of redo things when I knew more. And it ended up coming out better and like yeah. looked better. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, that's always nobody likes losing, uh, you know, years of work. But if if at least if you start back working on it and you're like, oh, I've gotten a lot better since then. That's yeah. always a plus a plus to it. But speaking on that, I wanted to talk because you said, and then dreams came out, and I've been having a conversation with myself as of late. And uh, I put up a poll an hour before we started this episode. And that is the, the poll was, have you had trouble playing other games since dreams came out? And so I want to present that question to both of you. And 
see how you answer it because I yeah I'll 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 get to my to my I problems. Some interesting answers for that one. <laughs> so, well, then please you you go first, please. Not really, because sometimes there'll be parts in my projects where I don't know what I want to add, and I would play another game to get inspiration from. Uh, Sackboy's Big Adventure was a really good inspirational game. For, in fact, I liked the villain in that game, the Vex dude. I think I made like several characters with that guy's similar designs because of that game. Yeah. And and then I played like the Hot Wheels racing game recently. I've been messing with that. And then the biggest game that I've been doing a lot is this game that's on the Switch called Colors Live. It is yeah. essentially like dreams, people who want to get into digital art, and it's on the Switch. And I've been using that a lot recently just to make concept art for the games that I'm being made in dreams. Hmm. Yeah, yeah it's basically like, um, it's essentially a color, it's essentially a sketchbook, right? Isn't it? Colors Live, the, the research. Yeah. Like it comes you, with a it pen. It does have like its own little, like, it comes with a pen. And you yeah. use that switch. It has its own oh. little social media mechanic where you can look at other people's work and see how they made it and see what like tools they used and learn other people's art styles essentially and eventually you can eventually yeah. make your own art style with that. For for this for the switch it's pretty cool, but it is essentially a poor man's procreate, essentially. That's that's basically what it is. Mm. I mean, yeah. I liked it more than Game Builder Garage. I did tinker around with that. And it is definitely a poor man's dreams. Uh, there were a few things I found interesting about it, which was the music selection, I think was the biggest one. Because you can't make, you could kind of, but you would have to use a bunch of nodes just to make one unique song. And that cost way too much. But then they have the custom music where they would make, they would have their own custom songs, and you, they would have different selections of instruments you could add on to that song, and pick and choose which one you want to go with, and you would also show like what the title of those songs were, like or what those part of the songs are, like, like one would be the melody, one would be the rhythm, one would be the I forgot what the big word was. It was it started with an A. It was aka something or aka. I don't remember what the word was. It was like A-C-C something long word. And there was like a beginning version of that and an end version of that. And all that just for one song. I thought that was interesting a bit. And it did help me understand a bit, a little bit more with music theory. But other than that, it's not as good as Dreams. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. so, no, it has not stopped you from <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't stopped you from getting into other into like other games, but Jamie, you. Uh, so lately it, it's changed. So from from let's like, say a couple of months ago, I was basically playing Dreams exclusively. Um, but you know, there's so many games coming out now and stuff. I thought I need to start getting through my backlog of games. As much as I love Dreams and making stuff and playing other people's stuff in dreams there are so many other games out there that also deserve my attention so for the last couple of months i've been sort of splitting my game time 50 50 dreams and 50 percent other games and i've literally just finished the first god of war that came out and i've made it my 
my goal now. I want to play through all of the God of Wars before Ragnarok comes out. So, but yeah, it has it has been tough though. I will admit, like leaving dreams to play something else feels kind of like you're betraying it. It's like, oh, I shouldn't be spending my time playing something when I could be doing stuff in dreams. Like, but it it is nice to have that break away from it though. And when you go back to dreams, I feel a lot more refreshed when I open a project. So see, yeah, usually... see, the, the, go go ahead, go ahead. Usually, I would overwork a lot in dreams until I like have plenty of stuff to, like post on the internet and whatnot. Because usually, I would do like I would post like three, two, three, or four things once a week on both Twitter and Instagram. Mm. And I would usually like pre-make a whole bunch of stuff to get ready for like at least two weeks of stuff to post. And then while I'm like, well, I done a lot. I might as well reward myself with a, another video game to play. And that's how I usually do it. So the three options I had on this poll was yes, you have trouble playing other games since dreams came out? No. And the third option was I play, but I don't finish. And yes, one with 46.2% said, yes, they have trouble playing other games since dreams <laughs> came out. And then, well, and then it's tied between no and I play, but don't finish with 26.9%. So, it's understandable I, though like i get it i get see, why it's it's so difficult to break away from dreams because it just offers so much and like to just go and play something else is like well why should i when there's so much here so i totally get why the 46 percent went that way see i put it up because i i think i need to check myself like as the the dreams evangelist like i still have to have a system in check that you know, make sure I'm not messing up. You know, I can't be messing up the sermon. So, like, addiction is one hell of a thing to have, and I need to make sure I don't have it. So, like, I would go into the... I'm right in between the yes and the I play but don't finish section because I have not finished a game except for Miles Morales... Since I started playing, or since I started using Dreams, I, wow. I and I am super into a bunch of stuff. Like I, I played um, Ratchet and Clank. Love it. Fantastic. Haven't finished it. I I love. Uh, I really love Sifu. Haven't finished I, it. I, I haven't I, even opened yeah, that yet. I, I really <laughs> I, like. I've been trying to check myself so hard that like today I was like. You know, I've, I've been watching Elden Ring for a long time. Like, seeing how everyone's getting on with it. It's not Sekiro, so I've been wanting to stay away from it because, you know, it's not pH balanced for me. But, like, I was like, man, you got to play some other stuff. So, like, because if... Could, could, the reason I say it is because it's like... Like, there's like three questions you have to propose for 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 this. It's like, has dreams gotten in the way of your gaming? Has yes. dreams become a job for you? And if it is a job, is that a bad thing? Mm. And I and this is why like where I'm stuck because it's like, yeah, it has become a job for me, but not in the sense that everything I do in it I don't do for fun anymore. 
it's it's just like I'm doing it for fun, but I've waited my entire life for this game to be made, for this system to be put in my hands, and so it's like, yeah, so it's like it. it there's not a, it, there's, I don't think it's negative, but then I look at the fact that I've like, like how much I've enjoyed, because I'll get them, I'll get the other games. I know I want to play them. But it's like, for instance, I bought Elden Elden Ring today. I bought it an hour ago. No, it was about an hour and a half ago now. And I'm trying not to lie to the people. And, <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to play that right after I get everything uploaded and taken care of after the podcast. And I was like, but for right now, I'm going back. I have this idea in dreams that I need to get back to it so i like i turned it on and started working on something that just popped into my head and i was just like wait a minute you could have gotten at least with the character creator in in elden ring but you just immediately put it down and that's literally how everything has gone since dreams came out i think it's the fact that you just need to literally break away because you're just so used to just going straight to dreams like because and such because like you're such a creative person you have all these ideas just pop into your head every second of the day i think that it's so easy now for you to make them come to life so quickly in dreams that's the addiction because from memory to physicality is so quick it just becomes like well why wouldn't i do it like before it was a hassle to do now i can whip up that character in 45 minutes so i think that's the problem for you and the only way to stop that is to literally just break and just go you know what dreams aside for a minute i'm gonna play elden ring for a couple of hours and i'm not gonna think about characters that i can create in dreams in 45 see minutes. i keep i keep trying to do it i keep trying to do it man like like i i was so pumped for for cyberpunk and like you know all that happened but then they put out the new update and i was like okay now's the time I got on Cyberpunk. I love it. Love yeah, I it. it. I, yeah, I, I, I spent a whole day last week playing it, which was the first day I had turned it on. And I was like, yo, this story, this is about to be some crazy stuff. I have not touched it. Yeah, I put about five hours into Cyberpunk and I haven't gone back since. I just I just can't because there's too much stuff in dreams to do. <laughs> okay. and, and so it's just like, I think there is a point like for me where I need to... I am gonna have to. I, I am gonna have to put dreams down for a yeah. minute. I, I, I'm, like, it's healthy for you to I, do that as well. I usually like you need to have that break. help with this kind of stuff. Usually, my some of the stuff I've been doing has just been writing notes because I do have another an actual job outside of dreams I've been doing recently to help pay for stuff, and I do also have a Patreon, although I haven't not promoted it yet but the only mm. reason i would ever do it is in case i actually needed the money for like funding the game itself not me the game yeah so in case i want to get like legit voice actors for stuff which i mean ace and hatchers was definitely something that i was considering having voice acting for and even some ideas for the Anomaly project which even really go through much on what that project is other than the stuff that it was supposed to be which it's an RPG with another mechanic I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil it, but an RPG that not having voice acting, but having something 
close to that. So, I, like, you know how in video games people always have, like, their own interpretation of what a character sounds like. Mm-hmm. It's the fun part. You use your imagination. Sometimes some people also don't like reading. <laughs> I, so see, the, let me ask, because I think it's, uh, there are very few times, like, very few times where I'm willing to accept a game not having voice acting. I completely agree, especially I, in this day and age. It, it, yes. It, yeah. Like, in this no, day and age, no excuse. if you have it, like a silent character who's just like the Ryan Gosling of gaming, where it's just always staring at the screen, like not saying anything like it, I love Ryan Gosling, by the way. But he's yeah, he's like if you've seen his movies in the like, last 10 years. Anyway, the point is, like, I feel like that there's almost no reason for a game to not have voice acting like one of my perfect examples and it annoys me with every release and they're never going to change it because it's nintendo but there is no reason (laughs) (laughs) there is no reason why the pokemon games shouldn't be voice acted now like why is this not a thing now like i don't want to sit and read text after text after text like i want you to immerse me in the story i want you to grip me in Give me voice acting that will animated. solve the problem. Yeah, like, the just, just yeah, just give me voice acting. Like, why do I have to read everything? See, no I don't mind behind it because you have to show the have the exact clue on what the writers want the character to sound like. See, I have no problem with a one, two, three. <laughs> Let me in. What's going on, proper slack? Uh, like, I see. The thing is, is like I the one of the main reasons I think for me it's that. I don't mind reading, okay? Like, I don't mind that that's a thing. But I feel like, you know, if you watch old school Japanese animation, the reason that they had those, like, what are now known as the iconic, like, flashy lines going in the background and sideways and using the same frame was because of money. Whereas, I'm pretty sure that if your game needs voice acting especially if you're an actual studio you literally can get voice actors for free who are trying to make who are trying to like get their like name out there say i've worked on a project like you can get people to voice your stuff and even to the point where you're like hey here are the lines you get a bunch of people send in the stuff for free and then you pick the one you like like it would do nothing but add more work for actual people trying to get into the industry and i I don't know it's just it feels like there's certain things that were done because of the time and now that time is passed but people are still doing it that way that's how it always comes off to me yeah, I, I, I just, I just don't like it when a game doesn't have voice acting anymore. It's just, it, I, it feels like it breaks the immersion of the storytelling, especially if it's a narrative-driven game. And like one of, one of a good example was, uh, Breath of the Wild. Like when I first got that and the initial cutscene started, it had voice acting. I was like, oh my god, they finally broke away from just text and stuff. This is brilliant. Like you know, everyone's got a voice, obviously apart from Link. But everybody had a voice and it was great. And then as soon as that cutscene finished and you went to the first NPC, it's blah, 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 blah. And it's like back to text again. I was like, well, why? Like, this is a huge triple A budget game. You are Nintendo. You are not short on money. 
you you literally have the world's most grossing ip in the world which is pokemon it nets the most money so you're not short on it so why oh no we've lost oh there he is everything everything from yeah so like so, so why is only half the game voice acted like you you're breaking that immersion that you initially I kind of got cut off halfway through or, or early on into your thing you were saying so yeah so bottom line breath of the wild has voice acting in its main cutscenes, and then everything uh, else is text and uh, it annoys me yeah. so much you're breaking that immersion for me now you're ruining so, the story two things upon that that i gotta say for the yeah. ad anomalite project there was different ideas of what i was going to do and considered of voicing the main character was still going to be a silent character uh but i had i weird ideas the first one was like a based off my friends forced me to watch an anime. I don't watch those things. They made me watch like an episode of My Hero Academy, but both the English and the Japanese because both of them had both good and bad voice acting. That got me the idea of like going back to the whole people's imagination of what a character should sound like. If you had like different options that would change different voices, all all the options having both good and bad choices you would never figure out which one would be canon. But then I thought of a better idea, which was, what if I added a narrator to the game? Kind of like as if you're watching an LP, but you're playing I'll the game. Yeah, I'll take fine. it. Yeah, that's fine. It's still being voice acted. It, that's it doesn't matter which style it's done in, as long as it has voice acting in some See, shape or form. I wanted and to approach, where... because in, in chat... Uh, Jet Yeti did not seem to like me suggesting that everything should be, or most things should be voice acted. But he, but he said, where, um, where do you own, or where do you get free voice actors? That's what Dreams is. If you voice act in Dreams, unless you're, I think there was one dude that I know who did like pay me for my voice acting, and there's probably more to be fair. But if you're, if let's say you're. Like like you said, like Jamie said, if you're doing Pokemon or Zelda, if you opened up, if you opened up the thing and said, "Hey, we can't pay you for it, but we want to do something to immortalize fans within the within the universe. We have this whole script and just full of of lines that need to be done. If you could put on your resume, should you be the person being picked that you worked on Zelda?" That's worth more as a person then, starting then, out yeah. than any anything job. They would pay you. Yeah. yeah, any job yeah. you would get paid or what they'd actually pay you given your resume. But having Zelda on your resume is worth way more. If even if it's not Zelda, if like if you got the chance to voice act on anything, you can put it on your resume. So even if you're a a person that you only hear if the person has like headphones on that are really good in the game. And so they hear someone in the bar setting be like, Hey, pass me a drink. That's still a credit. That's, <laughs> that's yeah, still a it's credit. Right, though. It's so, right though. It's still resume worthy. Yeah. And you can't find voice actors for Nintendo. I mean, there's a lot of people other than Nintendo, but they are one of the most egregious. If you ask me, so I'm glad Jamie said it and not me because y'all know how I get, no, it and it's all because I love no them. I, yeah, I know I, lo people I love, I love their games. I love all their franchises that they bring out. It's the only reason I own a Nintendo Switch is for the Nintendo IPs because everything else I can play everywhere else. So, 
it, yeah. it, and it just annoys me that they have some of the largest IPs ever in gaming and they do so little with them. And it just really annoys me because I, and it's all out of passion because I love the IP so much. Yeah. So, I feel you. I feel you. So, yeah, that that's, that's pretty much because I think if your character is not supposed to have a voice like your main character, if you want to keep it open so the person playing can be like, hey, whatever. I mean, we've been dealing with that forever, too. Like you give dialogue options and therefore your character is still silent, but the world is not like I just I don't understand how that's a thing that 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 still exists almost in any game because literally any company could put the word out just be like hey we're looking for voice actors and I mean, bam you're gonna have people i mean forget that i mean unreal engine now has like a voice engine doesn't it where you can where you can create voice actors within the engine itself yeah and they're really realistic as well like you can change like the anger in their voice, the emotion, and everything. Wait, I saw a video is on that it that, not long is, ago. Wait, is that the bit the 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 uh, NFT voice thing? No, it's not NFT. Okay, no. okay, because no, I no, know no. there was the NFT no. voice it's, thing it's, that came up in Mister. No, uh, no, it's like text to speech on steroids. So ah. you just you just type in what you want, and then you can go into like the timeline and change the pitch and the anger in the voice or the emotion I'm, in the voice and it, it yeah it's, it's crazy like a really I, good system i'm i'm against that i'm just i just have to i just have yeah. to say it i'm against heard, that because I've, I've heard them and they're not they actually aren't that bad so but what my point no, is is even the, if you can't find anyone to voice it there is still options to get yeah. voice acting like you know yeah there's, there's, i just no excuse anymore i i get it i just have to say i don't like that because we don't need to automate voice acting like that's that's just my <laughs> thing like you don't need it this yeah, it's yeah. the whole point yeah. of the argument yeah. i was making but the the thing is is uh jet yeti does want to know if you uh can link, send him a link to whatever that was you were just talking about because he's already yeah, okay. he's already replaced voice actors good job jammy i hate you <laughs> god I, I i don't know why you're on this show <laughs> anyway so let's get back to some to something more playstation centric uh, i was gonna oh, uh, oh go ahead uh, i go was ahead. gonna talk about like either there were two things there was one the uh the idea of who the voice actors I would add are for the, uh, at least the, uh, at Anomalite, like the, uh, what did I just say? The, uh, yeah, narrator. It would either be the guy who does the voice in like the little big planet games. Uh, if anyone remembers that guy's voice. And then, uh, one of the people from the, uh, tutorials of dreams was, considered ideas for narration but i don't know if they like cost money or anything so i'm just like oh should i have money and it wasn't the money wasn't just for like the voice acting stuff it was also considered if i had to remodel everything again like if dreams does go to like the pc or no if someone made a dreams like game in the pc and i still want to make my games into actual games that was an actual goal but if that would happen, there's a chance that I would probably have to remodel everything onto that engine. Hmm. And don't know how I feel about doing that another time, after already witnessing the amount of times I've already had to remodel a lot of things. Well, I mean, that kind of, if I understood what you just said correctly, uh, because there's debauchery happening in chat. Uh, <laughs> 
basically, all it, all I ask from people, because I will voice act almost anything. I just need to know. I need to know that the project is almost done. That you can give me a, a a document with all the lines you need me to do with direction if you have it. If not, we can talk. But I need to have everything up front so I can knock it out and keep it moving. That's that's it, definitely what I would do yeah. when I add voice acting. Is I'm going if I would, it has to be very close to being done. Yeah, or at least pretty much done. Just needing the voice thing because I think that's like going to be the very last thing I would add. Uh, what do I think of dreams that have in Satan Alphabet? Oh, for Jamie James, yeah, well, that wasn't even directed at me. He said, "What do you think of dreams that have no voice acting?" For dreams, it's a, it's it's a lot more forgivable because obviously um, the majority of people that are creating stuff in dreams are doing it solo. Not everybody has a team. You know, it's difficult to implement voice acting because obviously all the characters that need to be animated in order for it to sync properly. And, you know, that's just a ton more work. So for Dreams, it, for me, it's completely forgivable because of the situation that Dreamers are in. It My argument is purely based on the big people that have all the money in the world to put this into their games and they refuse to do it. And my argument is even moderately big people that <laughs> like like if you if you have an official studio and you're putting in a, a studio not just like mm. a name and there's one guy toiling away like because mm. yes. you yes. know a, you won't studio yeah yeah you're not you won't hear me sit there and be like why doesn't super meat boy have a voice like i'm not gonna be <laughs> like i'm not saying stuff like that but it's just like yeah for me it's just you know if you're if you're working in dreams and i know how hard it it can be to like find people or there's people that don't even know that you know twitter is like the main place and then some people put their stuff on places like reddit and and to be honest like it's part of the dreams community on reddit is like some salty bays like they yeah, they I just don't, i don't like <laughs> reddit i like i will I don't, I, it's a nasty place like it really uh, is it like really is super nasty compared to twitter like where it's all love and rainbows and yeah like, everybody's like oh your stuff's amazing you're like you go on to reddit you're like this is dumb downvote <laughs> why do you why do you even why do you even sculpt bro it's like yeah. jesus <laughs> like you gotta start somewhere but yeah other than that like i Let's, let's get off this voice thing it, just for the for the moment because mm -hmm. I do want to go into Project Spartacus mm -hmm. and the things that have been leaked recently leaked I don't I, uh, I, I, I think it's more I, I think I, it's I hate you know I absolutely hate the word leaked I hate it like you know leaks and rumors and all oh, like these professional leakers on Twitter it just I'll piss off like seriously it just yeah. annoys me to high heaven. We all know for a fact that the majority of leaks that come out have been paid to be leaked to get excitement built up for the thing that's being leaked in the first place. Calm yeah. down. And and so Project Spartacus is basically I'm going to read you this quote from uh Bloomberg <laughs> because we're distinguished now. Bloomberg. No. Mm, yes. It, uh, it's Quoted, when Project Spartacus launches expected in the spring, the service will merge Sony's two existing subscription plans, PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. Currently, PlayStation Plus is required for most online multiplayer games and offer free monthly titles, while uh, 
let me hold on. I lost my spot. While PlayStation Now allows users to stream or download older games, documents reviewed by Bloomberg suggest that Sony plans to retain the PlayStation Plus branding but phase out PlayStation Now. Now, here's where it gets interesting. The details on Project Spartacus. Basically, while still not finalized, but documentation reviewed by Bloomberg outlines a service with three tiers. The first would include existing PlayStation Plus benefits. The second would offer a large catalog of PlayStation 4 and eventually PlayStation 5 games. The third tier would add extended demos, game streaming, and library of classic PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP games. And... I want to talk about this because we've talked about many times uh, what, like, would dreams being made a PlayStation Plus free free game uh, be a bump to the community? Because it would be a way for people to literally just, now you no longer, like, at, even after being, you know, on sale for on 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 sale every every other week yeah. for nine dollars <laughs> like like you know what would it like would that benefit dreams and um you know there's there's things that seem off and I'll get to those in a second uh, regarding this tiered service uh, but it's a good start because like I said I don't think it's a leak I think some I think Sony put it out there to see what the reaction would be. Yeah. And they're just going to use this to shop it up, you know? Uh, and because, yeah, there's a lot of things that need to be shopped and, and, and changed about what I just read. But, um, but yeah, like, do you think, before we get into that stuff, like, would that be a huge bump for Dreams? Or should Dreams be sold for as long as it possibly can? Well, considering that they're practically giving dreams away at this point as far as how much they're asking for it in the sale, they might as well add it to the system. And I think that initially you would see a growth in users on dreams and you're going to have that sort of balance act of of it leveling off again because you'll have a ton of people come in. You'll have the people that find it and realize, oh, this is what I've been looking for. I just didn't find it. And they'll stay to create. You'll have the people that come in and and shit on everything and saying it's all crap and then they'll leave. So yeah, you'll have an influx and then it will go down again. Then it will sort of level out where you have a new sustaining player base added to what we currently have. So I think, it's you, a good, I think it's a good thing. I think they should do it. Don't you still have to pay for the dis- the description if it's still going to be a description thing? You, uh, the subscription? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you'd still have to get PS Plus. But that's, I mean, really... I feel like everyone already need, has it anyway. Do you like, need PS Plus for, for well, if for it's dreams the, though, is it is a requirement for dreams? No, I don't think. Wait, no, actually, I don't think it is. is actually, it I think it is because there's some I don't games. Think, that, I don't think you can access the dream sh- the the dreams library or the well, the. This was this is what I was going to say because there is some games that are online on PlayStation that just flat out don't require you to have PS Plus to access the online functionality of it. And I was thinking, is that the case for Dreams? I'm not too sure. I've never brought this up before because I've never thought about it. I feel like there's definitely a time where like my internet has died, and it's and while I've been dreaming, and it's been like you can't access this. Like I could access everything. <laughs> 
yeah, I like in, in chat, people are saying that you don't require PS Plus to uh, to use the online functionality of Dreams. Okay, that makes sense as well to me too. Because okay. I don't yeah. have the PlayStation. All I know is you could use it for like emergency saves or something like that. From when oh, I was yeah, so yeah, it makes sense. When I unintentionally deleted all that stuff. Sup haste. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would say like putting it, putting it in, uh, making it a free game, and like basically in the the plus collection. I w- I would say the plus collection, not the mo- not the free monthly games, because I don't I wouldn't want somebody to miss out on it. And then not be able to get it because they weren't at their PlayStation for a month. Like, it just should be out there. But, um... I mean, but, I think it should be should be added to, to PlayStation Plus forever. Like, as a permanent thing. So you have yeah. your two, two or three games that you that rotate every month. But, like, in the corner of, of that picture that they do, like, Dreams is there as well. Like, it's a permanent position to be So, Plus. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not mm-hmm. add it to yeah. Plus, but put yeah, it in yeah. the collection. Uh, so, no, but the collection is only for PS5 users, so it would have to be added to PS Plus, so PS4 users could use it. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, permanent fixture. Might have something that, like all this might be a part of like something bigger, and that this is going to eventually lead into the Dreams multiplayer thing that you everyone's been talking about. Which is why we're not going to go into it today. (laughs) (laughs) This M word has been popping up. (laughs) But yeah. Um, shall not be named. But yeah, off of what was just read, um, because I do think putting it like putting it within that service and then, you know, just a little marketing bump, just a little bumpy bump, you know, I think that would benefit Dreams a lot. But, but you know, had, but we have had a little marketing bump, haven't we? Yeah, but we're going to get there. We're we going to get, get there. there. Yes. I'm happy about this. Oh, 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 I'm I'm, I'm a segue (laughs) into it, baby. It's got, you know what? I'm actually going to make it. That's going to be our last topic for today. Our last topic for today is going to be that, that little segue, but let's end on really high, but this is where we started. Like just off of the top with that, that leak, we got some problems. First of all, I think there needs, I think there needs to be the, you need to match the, like you need to find a way to match the day one of game pass. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think they need to do cause you're not messing with the same company. Okay. The, nobody has more money than Microsoft so they can afford to do stuff all the time like that because they're just trying to get a fan base back. Like people need to remember that. Like I'll watch something in there like, but Xbox is coming back strong this gen with blah. I'm like, yo, they've released three games. <laughs> and if you, and if you, and if you, and if you count like, yeah, game pass is amazing. I'm not throwing any shade yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah. I said it was genius when they first started doing it. I'm like, yo, if this is the plan, this is the future. But when they talk about like the actual like first person stuff and they're like they're coming back strong, I'm like, I guess it's like like in eight years maybe. Yeah, like eight 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 years we got three games and y'all are talking about a comeback. But they need to match that somehow, even if it's a delayed thing. Like, uh, you know how like HBO Max when they were releasing movies, um, 
in like first month it would be in the theaters and on HBO Max, and then it would leave HBO Max after that one, like after that month, and then it would come back in like two months. I feel like they should kind of adopt that where it's like it's not day one, but if you can wait like the the normal window of movie releases of like three months, then it'll come into the service or yeah. something like that. I, 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 yeah. I've had this conversation multiple times since the Spartacus stuff started to, to get leaked out. And, you know, everybody was saying, like, you know, they need to put their, their first party games on day one, otherwise it's going to fail. What's the point in it? And I'm like, they're not going to do it. Like, it's Sony. They are not going to miss out on that $70 price tag on every single game they release because track record shows that Sony PlayStation people, they have no issue of paying $70 for a game. Like, you know, that's that's... It's just what it is, and they're not going to lose out on that money to just do a subscription service to try and compete with Game Pass. I think what they're trying to make is not a Game Pass competitor, so to speak. I think they're just trying to update the services that they currently have and merge them into one one thing. Because, you know, you have PS Plus and PS Now, and I think they're just trying to merge it in and modernize the services that they have. I, I honestly don't think that they would ever do it in the first place. I think you would, you're looking at 12 months easy after the initial release of a AAA game that they've made before it enters this new service. I, I just don't see it. Yeah. Sony like that. Sony likes their money up front. I mean, yeah, it's, and the thing is, is I do believe it's like, it is beneficial both ways, but it depends on what you're trying to look for because I know that once people get subscriptions to things, they usually don't cancel them, even if they're not using it. Yeah, yeah that's very true. Very you true. know, it's like AAA. I don't know what you have out in, you know, across the pond, but like AAA here, where it's like roadside assistance, where you pay like 100, 120 a year, and most people never have to call them. Like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they we still play it every year. It's, yeah, we, we have the same thing. It's called AA over here, not AAA. <laughs> so i mean we'll we'll yeah, see it, it, it makes complete sense like what you're saying like you know the majority of things that people subscribe to even if they don't use it anymore they just continue to be subscribed to it that's the reason why the world has gone subscription based with absolutely everything because it's the easiest way to make money long term as yeah. opposed to upfront. but as we know with sony they like their money up front and i don't think that they're going to change anytime soon. Like, see, do we know that? Sony. Do we know? Do we know that? I only ask because like, I feel like this is fairly new within the gaming market. And so they, I don't feel like they may have had a chance to show their predisposition to it just yet. Well, it's, I mean, if they did, they would have put a lot more effort into PS now. I mean, we've had that since the PS3 and it's been pretty crappy since it came out. The majority of the games on there are streaming only. Like all the old stuff you couldn't download. They didn't really put any love and effort into it. And if they did, it would have got a lot more subscribers. And I think they just... I don't know. It's just my opinion. I just don't think they believe in the subscription model as much as Xbox does. Because Xbox has the ability to, to wait for that you know, that long-term income to come in. Because they have the ability to do it. Because they have endless cash. Where Sony is not in that, in that situation. They need... The, the revenue to come in up front so that it, it, it continues their revenue stream. They're just not on yeah. the same league monetarily wise as Xbox. So I don't know. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I, I, I just think they like the money up front. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong and they change and they start adding stuff. 
to I just think I, I always felt like PlayStation Now was like Amazon Prime, where it's like Amazon has it, like they have a a streaming service just because they're Amazon and everybody else has a streaming service, so they have to have one. So the the UI is garbage. The whole, the way they categorize and put together everything is garbage. You can't find anything unless it's on the front page. It's there. It's technically a streaming service, but they're not really focusing on it. So now that we have, like, now that it's coming down to, okay, these streaming services are starting to dictate a lot more in the market. Now you have people that are starting to sure up some of their things. Like, I mean, honestly, let's be fair. Like only Netflix has a good UI. Like that's, yeah, yeah, everybody else is, everybody is garbage and HBO Max can't even have a fast forward button that works, but like it's terrible. And, and I'm not going to lie. Disney plus is the same way. Like most of their functionality things are just, they don't work. Like, Why does not everybody do what Netflix does? The way you fast forward. Like when you fast forward on Netflix, how you have the little preview as it goes yeah. along. Like why why doesn't everybody just use that? It's just perfect. It's not even that. It's just like the functionality itself doesn't work. <laughs> it's just every because it's an afterthought for almost everybody else. But now you have Disney starting to put their mind into it and be like, okay, now this is an actual platform even though they have eight of them and <laughs> eight different services for one friggin' thing. Anyway, like all I'm saying is like, that's how I see PlayStation now where it was something that was offered because they knew at some point cloud gaming was going to become a thing. And so it's like, we're going to have this up here just for the, you know, just to show we're in the market and or like we're in the, the space we have a share, but they haven't focused on it yet, and this would be the first time that they would actually do so. So that's why I say I don't know if we've been given a chance to see what their yeah, predisposition yeah, on it yeah, is. Yeah, I but, mean, yeah, their, you know. their attitude towards subscription services could have changed because of the success of Game Pass, and because of that, we might be getting a very, <laughs> very good service. Who knows? Like, I don't know. I, I think if they do try to do it, I think what we will probably be seeing more is a lot of... Um, third-party deals like you'll see a lot of final fantasy on there a lot of square enix stuff you know third-party developers that they have good connections with you'll probably see a lot of day one releases for their products on this new thing but and we have a new guest we do we have a new guest <laughs> I mean, they, were there. they were on my bed this whole time very quiet they were both asleep i think one of my family members must have came home and now they're a, a now i'm awake <laughs> Intruder! <laughs> so we'll we'll take that to segue into the last into the last topic, being that we've gotten into marketing already. We need to take a There's moment. Another thing that I know very little. I was very silent through all that because I'm like, yeah. I have no clue what's going on. <laughs> Who's just here to talk about my list of stuff? I haven't even gone through much of the stuff on the list. Oh no! I'm totally fine with coming back on another episode. Oh, oh absolutely. Because yeah. I got like a, still a good chunk of a stuff to talk. Bring up. Oh, don't worry. Pat two will be in the works. Yes. So, but we wanted to take a moment. Because we talk a lot about PlayStation and their their uh, lack of marketing prowess on certain aspects, and we gotta give a moment to praise to just praise PlayStation 
Yes. Truly well proper done. marketing with our like boy Imbergs. Like someone must have just recently started in the marketing position and was like, guys, guys, come on. We, we, can, we can do better. We can do better. And all of a sudden, this Embergs video just drops and it is perfect. It it's is. Absolutely perfect from start to finish. The editing, the production quality, the actual like script for Embergs of what he was saying, how it went from his humble beginnings to working at media molecule like to his life in art and and how he's working on this new project how he describes dreams and how he uses it from start to finish the whole thing was perfect and it was short and sweet it wasn't too short like the uh the um the oh, what was that one called that they did with the jungle thing jumanji like the jumanji, yeah, jumanji. One. literally and, 10 and... seconds like this was two minutes long everything was said that needed to be said it was produced perfectly, loved every second of it. They finally did Dreams justice in a two-minute video. They showed it being used. They showed it being used. Was it? It, it, it was it so was perfect. So perfect. Like they like like he said, they you know, they showed the artistic background, they showed the pieces of the collaboration, but they also showed dreams actually being yes. used and Rift what it could be good. Everything. Yes. And I loved it, the, you know, the attention to detail with the pen and then yeah. it glitched out to the controller. Like just the little things like that was just spot on. Like whoever directed that, props to you. Thank God that someone at PlayStation knows how to market something that desperately needs to be marketed. And I hope this is a continuation in the future because that was brilliant. And it was only two minutes long. Like that's all we needed. It's short and sweet. It's great. Love it. Now we I'm need... I'm so happy. <laughs> now I think... Here's something I've been... I, this is kind of related to one of your polls from Twitter. And it was like stuff that would help benefit Dreams. You know what they need the market? A drawing tablet for Dreams. Yes, that was one of the options. A Wacom. The Wacom. Oh, the, the, that's the, what the, that was. Yeah, I didn't know what the Wacom was. Okay, it's just the general. It's the it's it's a it's an actual like brand of 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 it, but it's usually what everyone just refers to all of the all of that as is, is, is a Wacom tablet. But yeah, that's it. It's I I've been I've been screaming for a Wacom for like like just because I mean if I could play it like we already have the you know, streaming or, or remote play. And if I could rope remote play and put it over here on this monitor, my third monitor here, which is a drawing monitor. If I could mess with flex on that monitor, as I said, y'all haven't seen what I can do yet, but if I could have, I have that, a, mm. all I have for a drawing tablet is into us. Uh, yeah. Into us. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, isn't Intuos part of Wacom now? Like, is there? Does it say Wacom on that box? Because I, because I believe Intuos became part of Wacom, right? This is an old drawing tower. It might have been before they got before they got slurped up, but I'm yeah, pretty sure. Up. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sh I'm pretty sure Wacom is like their newest ones are like Wacom Intuos, blah blah blah. Like maybe even for my art monitor. But 
Yeah, and Insane Alphabeta said Mighty has literally been screaming. I heard him from across the country last night while I was trying to sleep. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I have. Because it's it's just like I tell people, it's not that they, it's it's not me digging on dreams, okay? It's just the fact that everybody has a has a medium that they prefer to work in and tools they prefer to do the work with. And that's just kind of where it falls for me. Is that, I mean, the wands and stuff, as soon as PSVR 2 comes out, I'm going to be so oh, yeah. happy. Because I want to yeah. test those out. That might be enough. But it will be, definitely. I, but I know, yeah, those, I, I, now I, I will talk crap. Those just don't work for me. For me. I don't know what it is. Maybe they're racist. I don't know. The point is, is they don't work <laughs> Uh, i don't know it's just those things literally don't work for Uh, me at all it it, i think we'll may have a broke i think you may have a broken Broken camera a broken camera something something's broken something's definitely broken the only thing that broke when i was doing that was i pulled a muscle on my back sitting uncomfortably for 30 minutes on the vr thing doing the dreams tutorial thing and i Mm. was out for a whole week I have to take lots of Advil just to finally get back up. <laughs> My I back. Not... <laughs> other than, other than that, just... those things are perfectly fine. I really would love to play more stuff. But one of the things I, I was yeah, considering I, was the core I'm stuff. just, I am super excited for PSVR 2 purely for the dreams aspect. Because I tried it with, when I had PSVR. I've got rid of it now because the, the visual quality of it is just terrible. And that's one of the reasons why I couldn't enjoy stuff in VR and dreams is because the, the actual headsets... You know, resolution is just so low. It, everything just looks blurry and horrible. So with the new 4K headset that's coming out, yeah, I'm going to really jump into Dreams VR because I, I feel like it's a really untouched market in Dreams. Well, I think, I, I mean, people might disagree with me, but my brother was like, you know, what he sent me this video of someone using VR, and he was like, and what's terrible is that he was like, the technology, it's just not where it should be. It's It still sucks. And I was like, except for like dreams, like that's <laughs> like and things like dreams, of course. Like there's other mm. things like Quill and all that stuff where it, it does work. But I'm like, for art, that's where VR is like its strongest right now. If, if, if in my opinion, everything else is people still trying to figure out how to get around some of the limitations, which is why you see people running in like half domes taped to a circle, like whatever those peripherals are. <laughs> <laughs> or they're coming out with like the tact, the tactile, or what is it? The tactile feedback vest yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. they had, they had one at the uh, CES like a month ago where it was like, yeah. And when you get stabbed, it really feels like you're getting stabbed. I'm like, I don't want that. Like who, who wants that? I don't, I don't want somebody literally kicking my butt in the middle of the living room and no one else can see who's doing it to me. I don't want to, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want that personally, but yeah, like the not stuff that came with like ankle bracelets like you look like you came from like you escaped prison or something like yeah i mean they're trying all this stuff but all it comes down to is it's never uh for now for at least the next 20 years in my opinion it's not gonna be more than just just make a controller where people can move like it like you're holding a like you're holding a normal ds4 or 5 you have the stick so you can move and then you can control things with the hands i don't need it to Make it so my feet 
or tracked or any of that stuff. It's just it's not there yet. And it, yeah, but I mean, seeing those games where it's like I want to go to that corner, so you like point over there, and then your character like teleports or you know something like that. I'm like, yo, that's that's you're just thinking about it wrong. It's bunk right off the beginning, like right off top. But to Char, because Char said might he be turning into a werewolf at night and smashing into Sony HQ, screaming Wacom support. It's only a thing. The only reason that it's a thing for me, honestly, is because our consoles are specialized computers. That's yeah. what, that's all they are. They they are still actually computers. We could probably put Windows on it if it wasn't restricted. But like, the only thing it would take is literally just the driver. And so for it to not have that. It's like y'all can no dreams. It would need more than just a driver. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. No, I do not. You know why? Because it literally is using a mouse. All the Wacom is is having the pointer of a mouse, but having a full hand control of it. That's it. We have it already. Like when you're using sticks, when you're using the motion, all that stuff. You're literally using Wacom. The only difference is, is I'm not holding it necessarily in my hand like a pencil. I know that they can get it up there. I know it. I know it in my soul. I know it. Oh, geez, I just remembered something. I just remembered the Xbox Connect thing randomly while you were talking about that. I was like, oh, God. Now I'm getting flashbacks to that. <laughs> so, yeah. It's it's that's the only reason I have like I have so much fervor for it because honestly I feel like PS uh, VR two is gonna be what I want like it's gonna be close enough to what I need that I'm gonna be completely satisfied, but it's like the game was made off of off of painterly strokes, and I prefer a pencil, like that's that's just it. So, like, that whole thing, like, yeah, when you draw, if you go to school for it, like I did, like, you, you know, you still use the wrist and, like, it's not necessarily, or not the wrist, but the arm. And, like, you get that stuff, but that's not necessarily my thing. It's the same argument as keyboard and mouse versus controller. And the answer to that question, should anyone get in their knickers about it, is literally just, it's whatever you prefer. And that's what I'm talking about. Preference. Just having more options. Yeah. yeah. Just having more options. Like for people who get mad at those types of arguments or whatever, it's like, bro, people are just saying they want options. Do you, even if you're not going to use it, don't you like options? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I mean, I suppose you're right in that sense. You know, it's like how everybody is screaming for more accessibility options now in games, and this could be, you know, exactly fit in that remit. You know, it's a form of accessibility by by adding stuff like that. I don't like that argument. See, you're you're dirtying my point. <laughs> you're, you're you're dirtying my point with that with that. Uh, Sifu, Sifu, and Elden Ring should have easy modes. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I'm not on that. No, it no, sounds no. like you're. It sounds like you're making. You're, no. you're dragging my my point through the filth. Is what it sounds. Like. I'm just saying. I don't right, want to be. I, I no, don't want to no, be mixed with those people. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't want to be mixed with it. Look, if you can't deal with the difficulty, don't buy it. Yeah, <laughs> That's why I won't play it. Like all my friends, are like get onto Elden Ring, play Elden Ring. I'm like. No, I don't like Souls like, and I'm not playing it because I don't like the type of style of game. And they're like, well, 
is that that's easy. Just it. It's that simple as that. <laughs> Phil. No, it's Phil. <laughs> Phil. But no, it's it's just it's it, that's just my thing. It's just more options is always better and I'll always I'll always on pretty much any argument where it comes to consumer like uh, consumer options. I'll I will go for that. But then there's certain aspects where it's just like you're dealing with art. You don't like the art, pass it up. Don't get mad because you want to play Elden Ring and you can't. Like, <laughs> you know what? They got a bunch of other really great games. This year is going to be crazy for games. This, this it, year has already been crazy. Yeah, I'm yeah. In March, like, and I'm not going to play any of them. That's the. <laughs> it's really horrible, guys. I, I'm really gonna try to turn this around. I, look, really if really if, if y'all need me for anything dreams related, you're gonna have to hit me back in a in a, a week from a week a week and three days from today. I need to I need to step away. I you do need to play Elden Ring. You I need, it, to, you need to play it. I need to go back to, 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 to I need to go back to Cyberpunk. <laughs> but but yes, I'm gonna because I also feel like one of the great. I know this isn't an Elden Ring podcast, but I I feel like one of the great things about the game is that it's not one of those games that you sit down with for like a weekend and beat it and be like, that's a great game. Yeah, Elden Ring yeah, is literally a, a game. It's a it's a year long game. If yeah, you it's ask an me, investment. It's yeah. an investment. Yeah. Uh, but take less damage. Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm hyped for like the new Kirby game. <laughs> I would be. Opposite. I would be if he had a story. Yep, it would be great if. Because uh, we <laughs> we won't we won't we won't start that though because I've already gone off on this podcast like three times because yeah. Kirby <laughs> is my favorite Nintendo character, and the fact that they won't give him a real story or a real anything other than. That motherfucker eats cars now. Like, I just, I, 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 this is not my thing. Anyway, back to the point, ladies and gentlemen. I oh, yeah, because we're about to crest that two hours, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a fantastic episode, Tim. I'm, 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 I'm sorry that we didn't get to all of all of the topics, but we will have you back. We will have you back. As a, as a matter of fact, in two weeks we have our next round table so if you wanted to come back for the round table where i often ask other people to just bring a topic or topics with them to talk about we can get that squared away so all right i'm definitely down with that i'm going to need to be like formed again like kind of like what we did with me getting on this episode yeah uh, but i'm totally down can, with that we can work that out is that like uh, the, is that the thing like last wait. episode, the episode seventy, where you had all the people at once? Yeah. Wait, so, yeah. I think somebody, okay, I, I think somebody just said something, and I need to double check this schedule real quick because I might be completely wrong here. Let me let me get back to this. Hold on. Yeah, the round table is where we have multiple guests on at the same time. Like uh, I saw a bit people. of that. I'm yeah. currently still in the it's, middle it's, watching. They're really good yeah. because so, you bring up a topic and then you have different people's opinions on it. It's it's really good to get like an insight no. into everybody's different opinion. Jet Yeti, the next podcast on March 11th is Bumble Burke is going to hmm. be our guest next week. And then March 18th 
is the Roundtable Redux. So that's going to be the one. And then after that, we have Tomaton. So, yeah. So March 18th is, is going to be the, the next Roundtable. Um, but, yeah. We'll be able to get everything set up for that. Uh, uh, thank you for everybody that came through. Uh, Captain Tim, you know, Madman, I love I love the the work. We're gonna talk more about it soon. Oh yeah, and, there was still plenty of stuff missing from that. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 believe me, you we wouldn't would... be the first person that had to come back on twice. Yeah, <laughs> we will get you in the spotlight again. Don't you worry. Yeah. So with that, everybody that joined you, thank or joined us, thank you. I appreciate it. It was fun. I love the jokes that were cracked in chat. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get back to a bunch of these topics again, I'm sure, pretty soon. Jamie, did you have anything you want to throw out there to the people? Just, uh, yeah, just keep on going. Like, you know, we've got a lot of games coming out, so I understand, like, you know, that a lot of people won't be playing Dreams as much. But, you know, don't let that dishearten you. It's good to take a break sometimes. You have to. and refresh yourself play all the stuff that's out there dreams is always going to be here and we'll be ready to talk about all the stuff you create when it comes out yeah and tim is there anything you want to throw out there for people especially for uh uh dreams that you have released or will be releasing soon i've released a couple of bunch of stuff right when we were doing the whole preparing for the podcast thing uh just a bunch of small things like of course, Wheels of Music is very one of the more interesting ones people should check out. And of course, the Twitter and Instagram for more stuff. I'm going to be more vague about a lot of my stuff, so I don't spoil stuff. Because way back then, I wasn't sure what I was going to be doing with these projects. So uh, now I'm more knowing of what I'm going to do. So I'm going to be very more vague with a lot of the things I show from now on. <laughs> All right, so you're getting more secretive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get people hyped for these projects. Hey, so. I get you. I get as you. you. Should as yeah. you should. So, oh, with that, ladies and gents, we are gone, and uh, yeah, I gotta start getting this up on. Oh, also, just for the just for the record. I said I was going to start doing this because I never pushed the YouTube or anything like that. But for those that don't know, my YouTube is mighty vicious, just like every other name I have online. It's matched across the board. Throw a thumbs up, like, subscribe, and I'm going to get into the into the 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 habit of doing this more. I I don't want to, not really, but I, but I feel like everyone else does, and I should probably promote my stuff yeah yeah yeah. so you know like subscribe hit the bell use the three seashells we're 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 done we're done i'll catch up with y'all next (laughs) i'll catch up with y'all next week much love to everyone all right all right everyone